All right, who wants to hear about high-octane adventures and the latest and greatest on the motor scene? It's time to rev it up with John and Jess on Joy 1340. Welcome back to Rev It Up with John and Jess, coming at you on Joy 1340 AM and 98.7 FM. Well, today we got to get rolling right away because we got a lot to throw down again, right? So, uh, first and foremost, we'll thank uh, Brian Green from Stowe Relief uh, for getting us a new banner for Rev It Up. You know, Jess's little design there with everything with her... uh, I kind of like the idea that I was going to have your mouth going That so, needs so to loud, be a thing. And that would make the tack go off, you know. <laughs> it does. We'll like do it. There. We'll make it happen. So we'll get into it all later. But right now we got to welcome two great guys that I've been waiting to talk to. And uh, so it's uh, Jeremy Prock, right? That's correct, yes. All right. And you say the other name because I'm going to screw it up. I know you will. Warren Hire. Warren Hire. That's, uh, right. uh, that's right. Flat Out Friday and Mama Tried. I am so happy to have welcome these guys fellas. on the show. Yes. And uh, for everybody that's been living in, a, I guess, a bubble the last couple of years. That may have like, been me. Yeah, it's maybe you, but we were just talking about this. This is one of the coolest events in Milwaukee. I don't care, hands down, in, um, at summer or Both of them. Oh, yeah. all year round, all mm-hmm. year round. This is just the coolest thing. So, yeah, so go ahead. What do you want to start asking? I mean, what, well, for those of us that don't know what Flat Out Friday is, it's it. an indoor flat track motorcycle race on a syrup-coated concrete track, right? <laughs> that is yeah. correct. Yes. All right, yeah. Look at that. You got it. You got why, do, why do they use Dr. Pepper? Uh, all right. Well, first, uh, let me just say thanks for having me, by yeah. the way. And I appreciate calling me great without even uh, interviewing me or meeting me. So <laughs> I hope I live up to that. Uh, why, do we use, why do we use uh, Dr. Pepper syrup? Well, primarily it protects the concrete from, uh, from the rubber. So there's a, the cleanup is easy. It's some, something I did with when researching this. Apparently monster trucks use this, go-karts use this. And there is a long history of motorcycle racing on Coke syrup uh, you know, that I, I, I dug into and did some research and talked to other promoters of how it worked. But it also, after a while, after the potentially hundreds, maybe thousands of laps yeah. that go through practice and the heat races and the qualifying, it starts to create its own uh, surface that immolates, Im- imitates uh, like one big giant rubber drag strip. Yeah, yeah. It basically mm-hmm. helps the helps gra- gather the rubber so that you can create a racetrack on top of the concrete. So is it like the cheaper version, like the VHT, or v- you don't like the sticky yeah. for a drag strip? I'd say so. I mean, you know, those guys are doing that to to you know loosen up their tires some of the guys actually put that stuff on their on their tires so yeah it goes it goes hand in hand okay that's very cool no mama tried was started first and from what i understand you hesitated to do it um oh i've hesitated all the way through (laughs) (laughs) i still hesitate (laughs) on a lot of things so i get it (laughs) why why the finger point at me yeah i um scott scott had been scott johnson my partner had um had some success in a motorcycle show called Rocker Box back in the day on the east side. Yeah. And that had kind of run its course, and he was looking for something to do and reached out to me. And I've been going to shows and whatever for my whole life and yeah. just kind of jaded and over it and sure. um, wasn't interested. And he kept pushing and pushing, <laughs> and, you know, we finally finally came to an agreement where it's like, well, we can we can kind of make it our own, have a lot of fun with it, and, and have some control over it and, and steer it in a certain direction. And it, it turned out really well. We, you know, us two together come and, to partnerships, I think is probably a special moment. We had a lot of different, um, you know, interactions on uh, basically the opposite side of the planet when it comes to motorcycles. Right. You know, you're so, more Harley Davidson. He's more racing. Yeah. Yeah. He was racing. I was choppers and young yeah. and he's a little older than me and, and, and um, you know, much more wiser. So <laughs> I'm glad I, glad I jumped on with him and, and he's been a great mentor and, and um, I, I think we've grown together and, and have something special. And how long has it been running now? We're going on nine years, eight shows, nine years. Has it been at the same spot every time? Nope. No, that's a whole nother saga. (laughs) I was just going to bring that up because when I, I think the very first time I went to Mama Tried, somebody told me about the show going on and I 
believe you guys run the same weekend as World of Wheels, right? Probably. We've man, we've we've you've been we've run the gamut, yeah. Yeah, you've ran it. Yeah. So, and I had no idea. And somebody, we were at World of Wheels. Me and my Randy, my older brother. Yeah. And I think John Newhouser was with us. We were down there, and we were bored at World of Wheels because there was nothing to go on to his own music. And we saw a couple of our buddies, and they're like, "Hey, why don't you why don't you bend to you know Mama Tried?" I'm like, what, what? I said right away, "I'm like, what the hell's Mama Tried?" You know, like it's a huge bike show. It's in a three-story building downtown, down off of St. Paul Avenue. Yeah, was it right? Okay. Yeah, St. Paul Second. We've been on a couple couple yeah. streets down there. And I, I'm like, there's no way it's the middle. I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, there's choppers down there. It's the baddest show ever. And I'm like, get out of here. So we went down there, and we couldn't park. That's how many people <laughs> you had down there. We actually run the random museum, got on a shuttle. Yeah. And we get in there, and the place was just elbow to elbow. And correct, was it two or three stories at the time? But it depends on which building you're at. You know, we're, we went to the one like on BBC. Lady. I remember. Was going it on the there. river or not, or by Sobelman's or not? It was by Sobelman's. <laughs> yeah, was that by was two stories. That was two stories. Yeah. So yep. we got on a freight elevator, grabbed, grabbed a big can. I think beers were really cheap. Right? Yeah, yeah. Buck, yeah. Right? That's when we controlled it. <laughs> that's when. Yeah, there we go. That's I know how this goes. So you guys controlled it. We all grabbed beers. Big cans of uh, Paps, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Paps is there because we, we were looking for a Miller. I'm, of course, I'm a wuss. I was looking for a Coors Light, you know. Sure. I was like, and we went up there, and the place was packed through the coolest killer shoppers. I haven't seen bikes like that since I used to look through Easy Rider, my, sure. my brother. And I'm like, where the hell did all this come from? And uh, for then we were hooked. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and, it, you know, that's a kind of a Midwest thing, right? Like, Midwest doesn't get the love that, that the coasts get. Right. <laughs> But it's a good thing in, in from our perspective because, you know, we, we can do a steady climb and let people find us naturally. And, you know, it's, you're not just like fly to light and everybody's going to go to the coolest, hippest thing. No. It's hard to get to us from the coast and, and we're a little insulated. But once people come and, and experience what we're doing and what's going on, it's it, they, they just keep coming back and keep spreading the word. And it's a it's a much better way to grow than I think Absolutely. just really fast. Yes. Yeah. Not a flash in the pan. I think what yeah. you guys have done is phenomenal with the way you did the slow grow. And we yeah. talk about it all the time in business and whatever we do. But the way you did it and when people find you and you're a destination, whether it's to Mama Tried, then going over to you to Flat Out Friday, I see people from all over, not it started all over the country. You get people from all over the world. At your I shop. just uncreated a, a bike from Japan at the shop. Yep. Nice. So it, you know, we'll, have a, we'll have a guy from Japan this year. And, yeah, it's wild. We've been traveling the country and adding Flat Out Friday to the to the weekend has been phenomenal as well. You know, it's just we keep we keep expanding the week or weekend. It's you know it's it's Tuesday to Sunday or Monday right. now. So because there's a pre party somewhere. Pre, there's a, parties. A, a pre party would be an <laughs> underestimate. There's more than one. I guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> forgive me. Forgive me. Yeah. Yeah. So when did uh, Flat Out Friday come along? Then the, the show that you're talking about on St. Paul was the first time I had gone to the show. I was friends with Scott for a long time. Okay. And I don't still know, I'm just beginning, use the word mentoring, uh, Warren, you're mentoring me on how to appreciate custom motorcycles, but I was into flat track racing. That's, I was learning the difference for doing Yep, yep, yeah. uh, but very same world. Yeah. Just, you know, opposite ends of the room, if you will. And uh, Scott had asked me to do the door at his little motorcycle show. I didn't really know anything. <laughs> I, this is, I tell this story all the time. He said, be there by 10, and yeah, the doors open at 10. About, right? I got there at 1030, and I think it was really <laughs> going to be awesome. a big deal. And I had already, you know, I'm already behind the eight ball. Just it was five bucks to get in. You know, you, it was. You talk it about was price crazy and, and cheap. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah. And, and just trying to get the doors running, I was in the weeds. But the point was well, how I got connected or hooked up or excited was it was the first time I had seen a bike show and had blown my mind from what a bike shows were. Usually, it's a bunch of um, older men playing rock and roll, uh, yeah. you know, in a park, and that's great. 
And there's a place for that, but it didn't excite me as at the time when I was younger. But to see young twenty-somethings with tattooed necks on knuckleheads, and uh, uh, I was I was blown away by the romance. Is the romance the right yeah, word? I think it's the right. I think it's the right word. But still a cool yeah. aspect of it because <laughs> again about their love. I mean, what I saw exactly what you did that day, and I believe me, I grew up in Milwaukee. My my brothers are ten years older. My dad was obviously you know well, was one of the original writers in like the. Uh, Hanging out with some of the biker gangs here in Milwaukee in the 50s and stuff. So every time they would come over, it was like a bunch of old dudes talking about, yeah, we used to ride that and can't ride anymore. My back's hurt, so I can't ride my hard tail anymore. So they would just sit in our barn, right? You yeah. know, or somebody's shop. And it was, and I'm like, okay, nobody will ever dig them out. It's cool. They play, they wipe off the metal flake paint that's been dusty for 30 years. And then I came to your show and I'm like, wow, they're all like perfect. Yeah. And they're all, and I'm like, they still exists. Yeah. We, you know, we have a, we run the gamut too. It's not just, it's not just, period choppers from the 60s it's it's stock bikes modern bikes it's race it's um it's big small it's it metric, doesn't matter metric. All, yeah metric american it's all over the place right because the the motorcycles are what bring the folks in and if you surround yourself with the same motorcycle you're gonna get the same people which is not what we're after we're right. looking to try to do a little melting pot scenario where we get all kinds of folks that just love two wheels and that just makes something special you it, it becomes about the people you know, the, the motorcycles kind of take a back seat at that point once you get everybody in the room. Um, how long? How long when you started this? Because um, I know Harley's you know, does a bunch of stuff you know too, right? Yeah, they've been they've been a sponsor from day one. Okay, they were. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to ask you about. Nice. You know, did it because was it hard to get them on board? No, man, they jumped on. There was a there was a guy uh, working over there um, in uh, I can't remember the name of the the group or whatever, but his name is Mike Lowney. Okay, and he had seen um, some success with. Working out in in California with Born Free, he had a little bit of his finger on the pulse when it comes to the young folks and where they're headed and what they're doing, and and uh, it was experiential. That's the name of the the um, the spot he worked at in, in Harley. Okay. And he he just saw he saw something happening and and kind of winging a prayer and jumped on with us right away. I mean, so we're in cool. his backyard too. Yeah. Um, Scott had some success. I was nobody at that point when it come to shows. Um, and we had a great video that was created from a guy in town um, that really captured what we did that first year, and I think all that together, you know, set us set us a good partnership. We're still we're still with them today, so they they've been with us the whole time. That is great. That is that is really good. And again, like we always talk with everybody running the gamut, and you know, getting the kids involved and young kids, and that's what I see at your show, and of course at, at Flat Out too, is that it's not just a. It's, I'm glad you guys. We always try to say, like, we give respect to, like, the street racers we had on back. Everybody thinks, you know, you come in and it's just a bunch of dirty old bikers or a bunch of, a bunch of hoodlums, you know. And I think you guys have both done an excellent job of changing that scenario of opening the door to all these guys. Because even the younger kids that, you know, the college kids that couldn't do anything, now they're driving. I mean, Harley even remade the, the bobber bike for all these guys. And it, it's huge. It's popular. And these guys are running them all over the place. So I think that's I think it's really good. I think you guys did a great job with that. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you mentioned... Uh... Uh, hooligan in a bit of a, or a sorry hoodlum in a bit of a negative context. That's really these the people we hang out with are marginalized already. They are but there's a bit of an yeah. outlaw. That's why I want to bring mean, that And up. I don't mean yeah. that in a gang sense or, or no. anything like that. But these are if you're into this, you're probably a marginalized person in your office building or your yeah. uh, or the hospital you work <laughs> yeah. at or the kitchen you cook in. Yeah, yeah. Let and your freak flag fly. Yes, we're yeah. bringing <laughs> we're bringing these, these freaks so together. <laughs> yeah, what, say, it, say it again. So say that five times. <laughs> So going to the, to the to the flat out Friday, how did this? How did how did, how did from, it start? Is yeah, it, yeah, you, you were a doorman. So right? I was a doorman. Yep, yeah, and I saw what these guys were doing, and I 
I had thought, I, want, I, I was in the flat track at that time. My son was, was coming up through the ranks as a young kid. It was something that I introduced my son to like you would soccer or karate yeah. as four, five, six years old. Uh, I thought it'd be very safe, family-oriented sport. And um, I had been, we, I took him traveling, and so I felt I had the knowledge to organize a flat track event. I have okay. done some successful other promotion or other organizing things. I think my skill set set it. So I had the confidence to ask Scott and Warren if I could do a race on that weekend. It wasn't even really a partnership or anything. It was just could uh, if I rented the Emeka, <laughs> the arena, yeah, and I did a race. Would you, you know, could it be part of your weekend? And I think this was suspect. Like I don't know. I don't know this guy's family. <laughs> He's a little weird. Like, man, a, the, the door guy is trying to take over yeah. a gig. Right. Yeah, this is door guy. <laughs> we'll hired him. And, and uh, it, it was it was a truly an organic thing to see them ripping off the covered seats and how many tickets we sold. Yep. You know, that first time we had almost sold out that uh, the arena, the very first event. Wow. Um, a surprise, so a surprise to all of us. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I like the. I, I mean, I take I take the kids every year, and I remember taking my daughters there the one time, and you had. I don't know. Maybe it's every year you do it, but I remember seeing the. Um, it's like a Mad Max race. Sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, it, and I was telling Jess about this because she didn't get to go yet, and I remember sitting there, and of course my girls are like, "What is you know?" Obviously, our daughters are like, yeah. "You know, they get a bunch of people in mohawks, and somebody's on roller skates, <laughs> and they're all like, you know, one guy's got a half shirt with his belly hanging out, yeah. swinging a battle axe like this from, and like, and I we like me and like ten of the guys were in that whole in that whole lower area, like. We all jumped and were like, oh, look at the Mad Max thing. You know, sure. everybody's like, everybody looks like the dad's like, we're retarded. You know, <laughs> what's going on here, you know? But I thought it was so great. So how does stuff like that come about? Well, I, I think we're trying to, I'm going to get a little bit philosophical here, as maybe Warren understands. <laughs> but I don't want Flat Out Friday to use the same language or the same uh, nomenclature, if you will, of every other kind of racing. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I don't think there's a market for that. I don't think we can gather sponsor, sponsorships for that. So our... our our interest, our, our our mission statement is a little bit different, and it's to make it uh, inclusive. So our, you'll notice a lot of our classes, a lot of women, a lot of beginners are yeah, welcome. A lot of it. Uh, and then, so why the Mad Max is your is your question? Well, just what your daughter said is what is going on. That's exactly <laughs> what I want. What I wanted you. I wanted someone when we created that script, if you will, to like, hey, I'm going to go get a beer. It's halftime, and you're yeah. getting up to get a beer, and then you're like, what? And then you sat back down. And I also want to just put a little uh, respect to, to WWE or, or to wrestling, if you will. I mean, we all know that it's yeah, ridiculous we and fake, uh, yeah. but but they are continue to sell out arenas globally. You know, yeah, because uh, they, they they their sole focus is is creating an event where the fans have fun, not yeah, the people yeah. that are on the stage or whatever. It's for the fans. So you don't have anything if you're going to try to rent an arena and you want people to come if you can't entertain the fans. Amen to that. Yeah. And I again, hats off to both of you for doing that for this. And you said nine years now, right? Yeah, nine years. And I mean, there is not anybody in this town. I mean, I mean, your your places are crowded every time they go in. All your events are packed, and everybody loves them. So every year, I mean, hats off to you for not doing that or selling out to some corporation. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, yeah, we made it and do whatever because. You know, people get that all the time. Well, how come the ticket prices change? Sure, you know? sure. And, and, I, and I could address that uh, if you're interested, even in beer prices. This <laughs> well, this started I, out as a, as a punk rock event. I yeah. told you that was the first thing. It was just yeah. a, it was just an art show in a in a uh, in a it was a party. Yeah. Uh, but the city cut wind of it. You know, we're selling <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> uh, hey, we you know, know there's fire exits. There's been there's laws that are that are there to keep crowds oh, yeah. of thousands of people safe that we must abide by. Well, that yeah. gets to be expensive. And we would love to do it at the arena. No disrespect to the Pfizer. Yeah. But we'd love to do it there. Um, but the, the, there's the hockey 
and it's it's hard. The, the Admiral hockey team is there, and it's hard to get the the ice out. Yeah, yeah. and and I'm glad both of you brought that up because I. You know, everybody, there's, everybody's got haters everywhere. You know, they do other stuff. Yeah, I don't think you're, I don't think you're winning. You're not winning if you're not hated. <laughs> <laughs> See, there we go. I love then it. Then you are winning, oh, sir. Winning. You I, I high win every day. You. I win every day, and I love it. So bring them on, everybody. You know, you can you know, you know, can find me on Facebook, wherever you want to send it all. It's great. But somebody brought up to me the other day about Mama Tried and doing whatever, and they were they were all coming over, and I said, that's great. And I, a couple of guys, uh, I think it's uh, Avery Rick and a couple of the other guys are bringing their bikes to your show for the invite. And he was promoting the show, and everybody kind of commented on his post. I'm not going there because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And I said, then I, I just I, I can't really post on there because everybody keeps me back. Because otherwise, you know, you, I just I just let them all go. I call them keyboard cowboys. So I had somebody else comment, and I'm like, well, how good is your show doing? How much does your show cost to get in? Because I'll go. Well, I don't have a show. I'm like, well, there you go. Sure. <laughs> Unless you know what the cost to do it, and uh, the bigger you get, the more employees you yeah. get, the more people. It's, you know it's how got, it goes, got, Nobody's going to work for hopes and dreams. So. You got folks You got folks that, you know, you don't know that guy's story that posted, it's too expensive. He's saying that because he's blowing some steam off, and it's an easy way to talk trash on something to make himself feel better. And that's fine. He's still going to go and have a great time. Right. And he's going to be there. He's going to buy the $10 <laughs> beers. And, but let him you know, let him complain. Who cares? Yeah, it's, it's great. It's uh. So you've got one, another great thing that I love to see, and I think it's at Flat, and you've got it at Mama Tried, are all the, the great vendors from around the country. You've got some of the best vendors. Yeah, we've got over 100 vendors yeah. coming from Mama Tried. Um, Thought of Friday probably only has about three or four, but B-Twin Visionary is coming down with a, a bunch of bikes. It's going to be a pretty awesome addition to to that. So, um, yeah, if you, if you want to come down and you want to see some fun stuff, buy some fun stuff, you know, fill that wallet full and, Go check it off in the basement of Mama Tried. Yeah, definitely. I think the uh, I think Mama Tried. I think the last time I was there, I took uh, I took Biz there, and of everything that was cool, you know, they get stickers, they get shirts, and I'm like, what about that? What about that? And what does she pick out? She picks a pair of socks that says "Eat Shit," you know. <laughs> yeah. And what does she? Rusty do? Butcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's on it's on one of the stickers in our showcase. Okay. Well, Rusty Butcher. Is that yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So he's got great apparel. So then, of course, you know, she played basketball for West Bend East. So next thing you know, I see her on the court. And all of a sudden, she's just like, like yeah. this. And all of a sudden, you know, I looked at her because she was competing with one of the other girls yeah. for North Shore Conference. And all of a sudden, I looked at her socks. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Proud dad. There it is. There it is. That's, yeah. that's mine. That's, that's the mine. total best. Yeah. So that's thanks to you. So there you You're go. Welcome. So I'm trying to make it on there. So, yeah. So you've got. Everything else going. What what else you got? Yeah, well, you got do the races question. change every year? The categories do they change every year, or do you have some variation? Uh, that's a good. That's a good question. Well, we also picked this up or started Flat Out Friday right when this hooligan movement started to get hot. Are you familiar with the hooligan movement, or do you know, do you know what this language means? A little bit, but mm-hmm. explain it, please. So, uh, uh, street legal Harley's, street legal twins. Okay. Uh, it's it's sportsters. A, sportsters primarily. Okay. Uh, and the idea was that it was very accessible for you to come and start trying racing because you would have one of these old Harleys, these sportsters, these yeah. relatively inexpensive sportsters. Yeah. What like Vessel said, throw a set of wheels and tires and set of bars and go racing. And you go can, racing, right? Very accessible, easy sport to get into. And okay. it, it got a lot of traction, and so people started to throw money at the purses. It became really popular. The racers themselves became celebrities. Uh, from the cu- for the customizations they did to make uh, a sportster, a street legal sportster, into a flat track motorcycle, and it was young people doing it. So all of this this mix together kind of made the uh, hooligan class popular. Okay. I still think it's riding on this popular wave. I think I still think it's the bread and butter of our event. But to everything else is a little bit of a support class. But your question was, do the classes change? For the most part, I think I honed it in on year one. 
on what the classes should be or what people, where I think I can get the numbers to succeed. The kids' classes are popular. Uh, the break list class is popular. Uh, but I do try to add yeah. one new class, and that is the electric class. I, won't, I, I threw that out there to just see, to see what, <laughs> to see what, like, okay. what it means. <laughs> so the only rules on the electric class are uh, it must be electric powered and, and no pedals. So it can't be an electric mountain bike. It has to be 100% okay. electrical, electrical powered. Okay. And, and so the classes, again, I want to go back to earlier. I do try to keep them ways to in introduce women. So there's a women hooligan class, an open women's class, uh, the kids, uh, the open amateur. So these are more beginner classes, yet we still have the pros and the hooligans. Okay. Yeah. So and yes kids. and no. <laughs> so yes and no. And kids as young as six can race. Uh, four, four. Four. Wow, look at that. Four really? is the legal is the legal requirement, legal minimum requirement. Yeah, my son's racing in that one. He's nine. He's his la the last year that he'll be on a fifty, so he has to graduate next year. Yeah, no, I checked it out. So you actually, your son's been competing for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's and been. He probably he probably started when he was. Maybe six, five or six. Okay, and he does he he does dirt biking too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. I thought I checked it out. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That, that's that's really cool too. And one thing that Jess here the uh, um, put some notes in it together. I just skimmed past. So Jeremy and Scott were in a band together. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. You guys let that cat out of the bag. I, 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 I was just skimming through and listening to all these great stories. I'm like, whoa, whoa what's that one? <laughs> Gotta get that. Uh, we, yeah, well, Scott, uh, as much as you could, you could criticize him for being a businessman, a successful business person, if you yeah, will. He, I want you to know he's a really ethical, from uh, hippie, uh, a modern hippie, for yeah. lack of, for lack of That's a better cool. word. He's very ethical uh, in in everything, and I think that comes from when we were in our twenties of being this this punk rock. We were gonna do things ourselves. We were gonna overthrow the state and, yeah. and free the people <laughs> from the from the power from the you know, imperial powers. We believed. But yes, we were in a band. I think we played three shows together, uh, and it was a powerful uh, flash-in-the-pan burnout of a band. Was there an audience? <laughs> uh, there was an audience. I mean, you know, in a basement uh, by next to the laundry machine, you know, in the, in the, dry, in the deep freezer. Was anybody there was, sober? It was crowded. <laughs> it was crowded. <laughs> it was crowded. <laughs> It was, it was standing room only, right? I mean, oh, of you could, course. You could actually say it was standing room only. So you you, you went out on a, on, a, yeah. on, the, on the big side. So it was good. yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> then one thing I wanted to touch on. Um, tell us about the Charlotte Canes. Is it Canes? Memorial? Sure, sure. That's really that's really great to bring that up. Uh, Charlotte Canes uh, was a young lady. She um, actually passed in a flat track race, going through the ranks of being a pro. Uh, she was from Milwaukee. Uh, you know, in, in, when I say her name, I just remember her spirit of being extremely humble and, and, and small. I don't think she could have weighed more than 110 pounds. Sure. Uh, super tiny and humble, but uh, very much respected on the racetrack. Mm -hmm. um, and and it, it inspired my son to continue racing and, and his peers. And anybody that's probably 20, currently 20 years old now and um, racing knew Charlotte and are inspired by Charlotte. So she passed. Uh, her number was 35. So her father had, had come to me with the idea, let's do a 35-lap race in her honor. A hundred laps, a hundred dollars goes to the leader of each lap. Of each oh. lap. Yes. Yeah, oh, each lap, not the race. Yeah. That is mm -hmm. very that cool. Is so cool. it's a unique, a little bit of a unique way to pay homage to her. And you do that every year? Yep, mm -hmm. yep. We've been doing that ever since. Well, she was she was a race in the first two. Yeah. Actually, first one. Her, first dad's, one. her dad's still racing in the... In Flat on Friday. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, that is really great. That is really great. And you have, now, we talked before, you got, obviously, you know, we're kind of closing down here, but 
um, pre-parties and stuff? That start, is that all? Is all that, over the place. We're working on, place. if you want to find the most up-to-date info, you go to our um, Instagram pages. Okay. That's, that's, that's where the most up-to-date stuff is. We're working on the website and Facebook. Um, but yeah, there's there's parties from Tuesday all the way through Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so you'll so be ready. And just to remind everybody that Flat Out Friday takes place on the 17th at the Pfizer Forum mm-hmm. from 7 to 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Mama Tried is February 18th and 19th at the Eagles Ballroom. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 to 10 roughly on Saturday and 10 to 3 on Sunday. Okay, and are most of the um, tickets in advance? I mean, yeah, let me tell you just real quick about tickets, a little a little yeah. tip. Uh, you, know, we, you know, we we are legally partners with Ticketmaster. I'm not going to say yeah. anything bad about them on the air. We can say something bad privately but you can circumvent <laughs> those fees <laughs> you can circumvent those fees by going to our instagram there's a yep. link in there the super saver link will, will yep. circumvent uh, the Ticketmaster fees yeah and you okay. can grab uh tickets all the way up till february 5th from mamatryshow.com for the show we're going to cut off there because we have to mail nobody trusts the mail uh beyond right. that uh, if you want to go if you you can still buy tickets ahead of time from the raves box office so you can walk in you can call them um so yeah, they're pretty easy to get. And then at the from Mama Try, is just the bike show. Is there any bands that night? Are no, but no bands that night. Uh, just just we'll have an MC this year, which is okay. new. Um, cool. Hundred bikes, hundred vendors, three yeah. floors, um, lots of stuff going on. So you know, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be great. And then yeah. yeah, like I said, everybody else has got. I mean, these guys put an amazing show, amazing events all over the place. I mean, they're and you're always gonna keep it in the winter, right? You're not gonna yeah. change. Yeah, our our sweet spot's the winter. We we started there and. And uh, it's been great, you know, take care of the, or handle the, the cabin fever and get yes. people out. And uh, I think we found a sweet spot, you know. I COVID, think so too. COVID upset that a couple of years, but we got yeah. back on track. That, that, that terrible C word, hey. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I think you guys, what you guys are doing is amazing. And you obviously got a spot. And for all the ones, then, uh, like you said, you can get a hold of these guys on Instagram, Facebook, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So the lovers and the haters send all your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> send it all out. It keeps them going. Cause, uh, but a lot of people don't realize, and I told them that last week. and. And the guy was kind of shocked. I said, no matter how many times you tag us in a post or put us on Facebook, that puts us to the top mm-hmm. of whether you're loving or hating us. So yeah. keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for all the support. And uh, I guess we're out of time already. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Just because uh, Justin has to leave. Yeah, we got to go Black. through. So this is the point of the show where we all look in the window <laughs> at Justin. He must be in trouble because he had a beard last week. He's got to shave. So he must be. So now he's got to leave early. Otherwise, we'd stay for the after show. So, but we'll have these guys on again, I'm sure, after the event or maybe sure. right before the event again because yeah. there's lots to talk about. Yeah. There's Hopefully, we'll see you the guys yeah. there. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah, Thank definitely. You. All right. Well, thanks to everybody for listening. Again, find these guys on uh, all, their, all their hookups here. Yeah. All right. Are we thanks. Done? Thanks. We're, We're good. Done. <laughs> you ain't got nothing else to say again? No, not today. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for having us. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>